Do you have a creative business but are struggling to get enough customers or clients to actually make enough money to enjoy your business? Come join me for a free live planning workshop where I will share the roadmap to get more leads and more profits in your business without running yourself to the ground. If you started this year with good intentions but are not getting the results you want and need, you really don't want to miss this free workshop. Now, there won't be a replay, so you must show up live to join the training. Register now at nataliewalton.com forward slash roadmap. That's nataliewalton.com forward slash roadmap. And so I want to share how you can leverage your mindset to get where you're going and three transformative mindset shifts that really every creative needs because you need to choose what you think wisely because it has such a big impact on the direction of your life. Welcome to Imprint, a podcast about creating a home and life you love. I'm Natalie Walton, an interior designer, stylist, and best-selling author focused on an holistic approach to homes. Each week, I'm sharing insights and interviews about the creative process to help you enhance both your interiors and well-being, as well as provide you with the tools and resources to make considered and sustainable choices with all that you create. Hello everyone, welcome to Imprint. I'm looking forward to sharing today's episode with you because it is something that sometimes gets overlooked but is really important. And so I want to share how you can leverage your mindset to get where you're going and three transformative mindset shifts that really every creative needs because you need to choose what you think wisely because it has such a big impact on the direction of your life. And from what I've learned, you sometimes need to believe them despite the evidence um, because our brains can play all sorts of tricks on us. But when you do, it really helps you go to the next level in your life and this in and your business, your creative journey. So let's get straight into it. Um, the first mindset shift that I think is really important for you to make and this relates to your home, it relates to your life, it relates to your creative journey, is to take responsibility for the results that you want in your life. So what does this mean? Well, I came across this concept when I was doing research for my book, This Is Home, The Art of Simple Living. And it is an idea that was shared in the book, The Seven Habits of highly effective people by Stephen Covey. And to be honest, I resisted this book for many, many years. My husband had a copy of this book. My dad had a copy of this book. And I was um, very much, um, you know, it, it just, I sort of thought, ah, oh, it seems like self-help. And I just kind of, I wrote it off. But it actually is a really powerful idea and I often refer back to it when I'm making decisions. So what does, what does it mean? It means that you need to really take responsibility for the results that you get, for the actions that you take, because if you look at the opposite of 
how this can manifest. It's often when people kind of have a why me mentality. You know, they think that everything is happening um, at them, not for them. And so they sort of think like, why does this always happen to me? Or, you know, it's, it's like everything is conspiring against them. And, um, and sometimes it can kind of show up when people sort of say like, um, you know, they've got a particular result in their life or in their business because of the economy, you know, it's the economy's fault, what's happening to them. And, you know, they're not doing well because, um, you know, of interest rates, or they're not doing well because nobody's spending money now, or they're not doing well because of X, Y, or Z. Or maybe if you have a business, <clears throat> excuse me, and you're really reliant on Instagram and, or you're trying to grow a following on Instagram, it's the algorithm's fault. It's because of Instagram. It's because of the changes. It's because of the changes to iOS. It's because of, um, you know, Facebook keeps changing things and X, Y, and Z, and all of these things are happening because of all of these outside factors. And it's got nothing to do with me. Of course, it's got nothing to do with me. <laughs> but probably if you're maybe falling into this pattern, you're not even thinking about what you're doing or how you can actually be responsible for the get for the results that you get in your life. So instead, what I would encourage you to do is really to think about, you know, and flip the script and think, what can I do today to move a step closer to the home and life I want? So here are some of the questions that you can ask yourself if um, or the, the steps that you can take to move away from this pattern. Now, you might think, you know, I don't think these things or I don't say these things. And I really had to think about myself and some of the results that I had. And it's amazing how it can really slip in quite surreptitiously. It can kind of slide into your thoughts and you almost don't realize that you're having them and you just blame other people or you blame your circumstances or you blame other things that are happening in the world on, you know, what's currently happening in your life. And if you feel like you're slipping into this, just really watch out for that because it's quite pernicious. Like it just, it slips into your thoughts in ways that you wouldn't expect. And yet when you learn to recognize this and learn to kind of catch yourself and learn to hear these thoughts that you're having, you can stop them. And so some of the ways that you can do them is to honor the decisions that you make ahead of time. So what do I mean by this? So when you are thinking with that kind of high functioning part of your brain, the prefrontal cortex, the part that, you know, is good at making decisions, this is the part of your brain when you are often, for me, I know it's when I've had a good night's sleep, um, you know, I'm feeling energized, maybe I've gone for a walk and the day is fresh the kids are at school. And if I write down in my diary or in my journal or in my notebook, some of the goals that I have for my life, that's when I'm thinking of my best self. Now, the opposite of that might be, you know, it might be late in the day. It might be in the evening. Maybe, you know, I've been on Instagram and I start to think about some of the results that I'm getting in my life and then start to kind of beat myself up about whatever it might be, 
or, you know, feel down on myself or whatever. And it just all feels too hard. Now, any decision that I make when I'm in that frame of mind is not going to be a good decision. So it's really about knowing how to make those decisions when you're at your high functioning self. And like I said, for me, I know that is when I've slept well, you know, I've um, like, I'm feeling energized, I've eaten, (laughs) you know, don't make decisions on an empty stomach. Um, And then you're really kind of making it from that higher self. And it's just a really powerful and yet simple technique to really take responsibility for the results that you have in your life. Another way that you can do this is to really assume the identity of the person that you want to come. This is a lesson that I learned from the book um, Atomic Habits by James Clear. And I mean, there's so many good pieces of advice and it's all backed up by research and science. But it's this idea that, um, you know, if you want to be somebody who is running a successful creative business, you need to assume that identity. You need to step into it. And so, you know, it is a way that you can take responsibility for the results that you want into your life. Um, He also has this um, this quote that I want to share in relation to my next point, which is to really focus on accountability rather than blaming others. So I've mentioned how it's so easy to fall into the trap of blaming your circumstances, blaming others when it comes to the results that you have in your life. Well, instead of doing that, really focus on accountability and how you can get the results you want. And one of the best ways to do that is, as James Clear says, surround yourself with people who have the habits you want to have yourself you'll rise together. I love that so much. And that's one of the great reasons why, you know, it's really a good idea to join a program or a course somewhere, some type of community that will help you rise with those people. You will be on this journey with these other people. You will be part of a community and you'll be part of a a community of people who've got the mindset that you need to get those results that you want as well. So, you know, this is why I have an online community for all of my courses, because, you know, it's a really powerful way to connect and grow together and um, to learn from each other as well. So, like I said, this idea of taking responsibility for the results that you want in your life is really important. Watch out for if you are blaming yourself or others or life or circumstances for whatever your situation is. Um, Once I had um, somebody ask, you know, that she doesn't have, um, you know, a lot of finances available to back her up. And definitely, look, I think that there are people out there that they've got wealthy partners or they've got families with a lot of money and it can seem easy. Like, how is it that they are able to, you know, of course, they're all The other side of that is, of course, they're able to have success because they've got all this money at their disposal and they can do all of these things because, you know, they've got a rich husband or a rich wife or whatever it is, you know, rich partner. And, um, you know, of course, they're going to get those kind of results. It's so easy for them. And, And when we say things like that, we kind of absolve responsibility of ourselves that, do you know what? There's actually ways that we can make ourselves a success and we can choose to see evidence of how there are plenty of other people out there 
who have got the success that you want in your life. They've achieved the things that you want because of the very reason that they don't have money. You know, they've they've had to get creative. They've had to be resourceful. There are so many reasons for that. So, you know, look for the ways and for the evidence of why this is actually a great reason for you to achieve success or to have the life that you want. So really take responsibility for what you want in your life. This ties in a little bit with the second big idea that I want to share with you today. The second important mindset shift that I really encourage you to take on, and that is to embrace an abundance mindset. So what does this mean? Again, this is in that book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. So if you haven't read it or if you haven't listened to the audiobook, I do encourage you to do so because um, I it really just changed the way that I thought about so many things. And uh, Stephen Covey talks about it in the, this particular book. And it's this idea that some people think that, you know, there's only so much of the pie to go around and that if, if um, you know, if somebody else has a big share of the pie, there's not enough of the pie for you. And there's so many different ways that this can kind of play out. Um, for me, I remember reading another book. Um, oh, goodness, I've just got a little bit of a mental blank. It's, it's uh, oh, I will link to it in the show notes. It's called something like, it's not how good um, you are, it's how good you want to be. And the, the name of the author's um, it skips my mind, but I will include it in the the show notes on my website. And um, basically he said, I think it's Paul somebody. Anyway, uh, maybe it will come back to me by the end of this episode. He says, give everything you know away and more will come back to you. And I remember reading that and thinking that just can't possibly be right. How can you give away everything you know and more will come back to you? And I remember at that point in my career. I was working as a stylist. I had learned so many lessons and I kind of felt a little bit defensive, a little bit about, you know, about being really truthful about what I knew. And I kind of wanted to guard it because I felt like, you know, there are only so many jobs out there. And I was trying to get work as a stylist and, you know, competing with other stylists, you know, that's how I saw it. And, um, and so I really wanted to be protective of my knowledge of my, you know, the, the um, suppliers that I use, like so many different things. And, um, and I really sort of had that scarcity mindset and it really challenged me. And I was thinking about, you know, how the opposite could be true. And this was when this idea, it just kept simmering away in my mind. And I was thinking about, um, well, what would happen if I did give everything away I knew? And I was at this point in my journey where I was kind of ready to explore this idea. And that's actually when I started the workshop that became the Styling Masterclass. And it just started as an in-person workshop because I was living on a property and I thought, well, maybe, you know, um, I could run this event, share it with people who want to know they can do whatever they want with it. And then after that, I had people around the world ask me, you know, I would love to do this course. I had people, I remember distinctly in Switzerland and Mexico, and I just thought this is just blows me my mind. And they were saying, can you do an online version? And, and so I created an online version. And since then I've had thousands of people do this course. And it all started with this idea of giving everything, you know, away and more will come back to you. And it has come back to me like, I was going to say tenfold, but I mean, it, 
it would be like, I don't know, a thousand, thousands of fold. Like it's just been, it has completely changed my life and it has opened so many doors. And I've had such beautiful connections with people all around the world through this thing. Now, that might not necessarily apply to you, this idea of giving away everything you know, but this idea of like really holding on tight to something, you know, that is perhaps not serving you well. And you might be thinking, you know, like there can be other ways that it can show up. You might be thinking in terms of um, a scarcity mindset, you know, like I really want to style or I really want to do a particular type of work. Maybe it's interior design, but, you know, no one's going to pay me to do this type of work, this type of work that I love. Or, or maybe you think, you know, there's just not enough clients out there. Or maybe you think, you know, the market's already really saturated. When you have these types of thoughts, you're really thinking with a scarcity mindset and it's just not helping you in any kind of way. And there's some interesting research that's being done on this by the Stanford psychologist, Carol Dweck. And she examined the mindsets among young students and found that, you know, children who had a growth mindset, um, that basically they were able to overcome academic challenges much more than those that had what she called a fixed mindset you know, that thought that their intelligence was predetermined. So this might relate to you if you think that your talent or your creativity or your ability to be successful is predetermined. You know, if you think that like, oh, they're just naturally creative or they just naturally got a great sense of style and that's having a really fixed mindset. And I want to encourage you to have a growth mindset where you think, you know what, I can do this. I can learn this. I can become the type of person that I want to be. And so, you know, you can flip the script and think, you know, about why now is actually a really great time to make a change or move forward or take action and give your brain evidence why. So some of the ways that you can, you know, really do this, embracing an abundant mindset is to really focus on what you have when you come, when it comes to your home, you know, particularly in relation to say styling, you know, and what resources are already available to you? You know, how can you work with what you got? Look for evidence of that. Again, surround yourself with others who have an abundance mindset. There's, you know, this theory that you are the result of the five people you spend the most time with. So also think about, you know, who are you spending your time with? Really want to spend time with people who, you know, are embracing the type of identity that you want to have and really reframe your thoughts. That's another strategy that you can have. You think, how is this good for me? Why is this what I need? And journaling is obviously a great way to do this. Um, you know, look for ways that you, you know, what have you done well? What, you know, how are you perfectly equipped to, to take action? Which takes me nicely to the third big idea that I want to share with you. The third mindset shift that you can take um, to, to really leverage, you know, what, what you've got for where you want to go. And that is to take imperfect action. So if you're feeling stuck, this is for you. If you tend to seek the comfort of perfectionism and actually not make, you know, not move forward, this is for you. So you want to do something you know, perhaps like maybe you want to get a particular result in your life. You want to explore a new career. Um, you want to, you know, test out your creativity and explore it a little bit more. 
but you just can't seem to take action. You really feel stuck. I mean, I'm a recovered, recovering perfectionist. And one of the things that I always say to myself to kind of, um, you know, try and overcome that is that done is better than perfect. I also came across an idea that I often think about, and this is by Jordan Fernie, who um, has, uh, she's a creative in America, and she used to have the blog, Oh Happy Day, and then it became a shop and all of these other things. And she had this saying, which was, nothing feels as good as doing the work. So we can really seek comfort in like, listening to podcasts. I mean, I listen to them too, and I am glad that you're here, but you know, we can seek comfort in that or like just learning or doing courses, which of course, you know, I do all the time as well, but you have to take that knowledge and you have to put it into action. So any of you who have already enrolled in my course, the Styling Masterclass, which is, you know, doors are only open for another day. Um, you know, you really need to take the ideas that I'm going to share with you and actually move into action and do the assignments, do the styling work so that that's when you're going to get the results that you want. So you've really got to move from consuming to creating. So I really want you to focus on the process, not the result. I think when we focus too much on the result, like having this perfectly styled home or this perfectly designed home, it can feel overwhelming. Instead, focus on the steps that you need to take. The next thing that I want you to do is to take one step at a time or one task at a time. You know, think about what's my next best move? What's the next best step I can take rather than thinking like, what are all the things that I need to do? Because that, again, that can feel incredibly overwhelming. And also just take small steps. You know, instead of trying to style an entire room, do one small space or one small vignette because more because you'll be more likely to start. And then actually, once you start, you'll be more likely to keep going. Again, my friend, he's not really my friend, I wish he was, um, James Clear. But, you know, he talks about this idea of 1% daily improvement compounds over time. So stop focusing so much on like, you know, all the millions of things that you need to do. And like, what's your next best move? What's one thing you can do today to move you towards the goals that you have for your life and your career and all of the things that you want to have happen? So let's just quickly do a quick review. The first one is to take responsibility for the results that you want into your, in your life. So really honor the decisions that you make ahead of time. The second one is to embrace an abundance mindset. So focus on why now is the best time to take action. And the third one is to take imperfect action. So remember, nothing feels as good as doing the work. As I mentioned, Enrollments for the Styling Masterclass are about to close. If you are ready to take action and take responsibility for the life that you want, then I would love to help guide you on your journey and share the biggest lessons that I've learned and really help you understand how, you know, the steps that you can take to really get those results that you want in your life. I would love to have you join me. If you're interested and you're ready to take action, go to nataliewalton.com forward slash the styling masterclass. That's nataliewalton.com forward slash the styling masterclass. 
I hope that you have found today super valuable. I'll be back tomorrow with one more um, in this series. And um, I would love to know what you think. If you found this episode valuable, it's episode 120. Please leave me a review. I would love to hear from you. Or you can leave up to a five-star rating. That really helps support this podcast. I don't do advertising, you know, that is a way that I would dearly love for you to help spread the word of this podcast and make it possible for me to continue on with it. And um, I will connect with you again tomorrow. So this is Natalie Walton and you've been listening to Imprint. I look forward to connecting again with you very soon. All of the links and info for this episode are at nataliewalton.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can get a direct download of the latest episode. And I really appreciate when you take a minute to rate and review, as well as share the love with someone you know who might benefit from this episode or on social media. If you'd like to access a range of free resources, come visit my website, nataliewalton.com. Thank you to Jaeger Media for producing this podcast. And I would also like to acknowledge the people of the Bundjalung Nation where it was recorded and pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging. I look forward to connecting again soon. I'm Natalie Walton, and you've been listening to Imprint. Imprint.